I'm VJ Hamilton and welcome to the Autoimmune Reset, the place for you to learn how to thrive with autoimmune disease and feel empowered to take steps to transform your health to feel better than ever. You can start making changes today to improve your health. So with every episode, my mission is to share with you simple ways to up-level your diet and lifestyle with key learnings from my own journey reversing autoimmune disease and inspirational stories from those who have reset their autoimmune symptoms and are now thriving in life. I suffered from autoimmune disease for over 25 years and now I live symptom-free and I wish the same for you as well. So thank you for being here and sharing this time with me. Now let's get started. Hello and welcome to today's Friday 5 episode where I'm going to be explaining ways that you can incorporate more phytonutrients into your diet with a specific focus on vegetables. I know many of my clients find the 10 a day concept very overwhelming, but there has been a study that was done a couple of years ago now that did show that to be in optimal health, which I'm sure is where we're all trying to get to, eating 10 portions of vegetables and fruits a day is ideal. That's why I want to share with you some very simple ways that you can add more vegetables to your diet. So let's start with the first tip I have for you today. Now, breakfast doesn't have to be all about eggs and toast and cereal. You can add vegetables to your breakfast as well. There is various ways that you can do this. I know sometimes you might not have a lot of time in the morning, but you can add vegetables to a smoothie, for example. If you are having something more oat-based or chia seeds, you can add some berries to your pudding or your porridge and then you can also add vegetables to any egg-based breakfast as well. For example, you can make an omelette. You could put in lots of different vegetables in an omelette like mushrooms, onions, tomatoes, olives. And you can also accompany eggs with lots of vegetables and fruits such as spinach, avocado, tomatoes. And then you're already starting your day with at least two portions of vegetables and you can pair that with a fruit. So you can maybe have a fruit salad on the side. I know when I do have more time for breakfast or when I'm on holiday, I often have an egg-based breakfast with some vegetables and then I will also have some fruit. Pairing fruit with protein in the morning is important to make sure that you don't get any blood sugar spikes. The second tip I have for you is salads because there is so many vegetables that you can pack into one salad and you could almost have four portions of vegetables just in a salad and you can make up a big salad for lunch. I love to roast some vegetables as well so you can add roasted vegetables to the salad, you can have salad leaves, you can have salad vegetables and you can also make dressings with vegetables or you can make dressings with herbs as well and I like to add in lots of different herbs, you can mix them with olive oil and you know whatever your preferred vinegar is some balsamic vinegar and make sure that you have some herbs in there you can blend some herbs together with some vegetables maybe add some legumes in there and that's a really lovely dressing for your salad so that's a way that you can have lots of vegetables and you can also for dessert 
have some form of vegetables like you could have some pomegranate seeds with some coconut kefir i really like that as a dessert then you've got a lot of different vegetables and fruits in one meal you can also add fruits to the salad i always make sure that the either vegetable based salad or a salad is the main component of my lunch but then on top of that i will add some form of healthy protein again i always focus on making sure that my blood sugar levels are stabilized and that's what i explain to my clients as well now the third tip is to make soups and stews in the summertime that might not be as appealing but when you make a soup you can add in lots of extra vegetables and you can have a soup that's based for example around butternut squash but then you can add extra vegetables into that soup you can add in onions garlic you can add in herbs you could add in carrots you can make a soup far more than just the basis of it so for example a butternut squash soup you can actually put in other vegetables but the main flavor is of course going to be butternut squash um, so that's one thing that you can do you can also make stews and again when you are making any stews or any sauces you can just add in those extra vegetables just add in a handful of spinach or whatever you have in your fridge so you don't waste add that to a stew or a sauce and that is another way that you can get more vegetables into your diet now my fourth tip is to make use of stir fries now when you are making a stir fry it's to cook on uh, you know making sure that you are lightly frying it you don't want to burn any of the vegetables but stir frying does keep a lot of the nutrients into the vegetables and you want to be having them when they're crisp you don't want to overcook any vegetables when you're stir frying because that can lead to those vegetables being more pro-inflammatory when they have any burning on them so just making sure that you are cooking those lightly but you can add in so many vegetables to a stir fry and then again you can have the protein that you want to add in you might want to add in prawns or chicken or beef and that can make a delicious meal that's a whole meal that you've made just in one pot and you can add in things like mushrooms peppers peas broccoli um, and then I love to flavor with garlic. I grate in some garlic, some ginger, and then you can either add in tamari or soy sauce or coconut aminos to give it more flavor. And if you are able to tolerate things like chili, you can add in a bit of spice in there as well. That's another really lovely way to get your vegetables in. And again, in just that one meal, you've probably got two to three servings of vegetables in there. My fifth tip is to embrace the versatility around vegetable-based swaps because you would be amazed at how many vegetables you can bring into your diet by substituting other things. So if you are eating a lot of rice or you eat already eat a lot of pasta, why not think about bringing in zucchini noodles or butternut squash noodles instead of having pasta? And instead of having rice, you could have cauliflower rice. There's a lot of things that you can replace with nutrient-dense vegetables rather than having just for example lots of grains you can even make porridge out of vegetables if you want to and although mashed potato is a vegetable you could probably bring in more of a nutrient-dense vegetable so something like celeriac you can mash up and I love making celeriac and I actually put it in a blender and it's absolutely delicious mixed with ghee so there are various ways that you can look at your diet if you do a meal plan at the beginning of the week which I love to do I love to plan everything out at the beginning of the week 
And if you look in there and there's a lot of rice dishes or you have some pasta dishes and you know that you could substitute that with a vegetable, that again is another great way to bring in more vegetables in your diet. And you can even do half, say, for example, you could do half zucchini noodles and half pasta if you want to keep the pasta in there. So I hope I've given you some tips today for ways that you can bring more vegetables and phytonutrients into your diet. When I look back, when I was going through the changes in my health and I was trying to minimize all my inflammatory symptoms, I look back at my diet and although I I felt that it was healthy at the time, I really wasn't eating many vegetables or fruits. I was probably eating more fruits. I probably would get lunch and have some fruit at the side or I might have fruit for breakfast and then some vegetables with dinner. But every meal should be a chance for you to optimize your intake of phytonutrients and fiber and good quality protein and healthy fats. And that's how I see every meal now. I don't want to waste a meal. And if I have something which I know doesn't have much nutrient density, I almost don't count that as a meal because a meal for me is food that's going to nourish me. And that's what vegetables and fruits can do. And I know that I'm now living symptom free and I'm eating all these vegetables. And I promise over time, I don't even think about it anymore. I just make sure that there's plenty of vegetables with every meal, it's just in my brain now. <laughs> and I hope the same for you as well. If you do any have any specific challenges around this area, which you would like my advice on, then please feel free to pop over to my Instagram account, at the Autoimmunity Nutritionist, and you can ask me some questions on there. Feel free to direct message me. And if not, you can also join my community, the Autoimmunity Community, on Facebook. In my community, I'm sharing lots of health tips, research around health and autoimmune disease and nutrition, and also lots of healthy meals, nutrient-dense healthy meals that you can enjoy, which incorporate lots of phytonutrients, vegetables, and fruits. Have a wonderful weekend, and I'll speak to you soon. Thank you very much for joining me today on the Autoimmune Reset. I really hope you enjoyed the discussion and be sure to subscribe to the podcast so that you never miss an episode. And if you liked it, I would hugely appreciate a review on iTunes as it helps me understand what you like about the podcast and to help share the information with more people. I'm excited to speak to you next time. And remember, you have the power to take the reins on your health. So keep the faith and celebrate the small wins. Until next time.